Are you ready for the world? The laborer. Matthew 9, verse 35 to 38. Matthew 9, verse 35 to 38. It says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and they were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Verse 37. And he said unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are what? A few. Verse 38. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Do things annoy you? You say, ah, is that to start this message? <laughs> Do things get to you? Are you desirous for a change? You know, when you lose passion for people in ministry, you're actually losing the ministry itself because the ministry is people. Ministry is based on compassion for people. Compassion is like pity, but it actually goes beyond pity. Because you, when you feel for people, it is an emotion given to us by God. Have you gotten anywhere before? And you're just like, wow, men need to be saved. How many of you have gotten there? You got into places before you said, ah, walk. That is God's emotion. You are carrying God's body. Are you moved with compassion? When you see the sick, when you see the devil, are you moved with compassion? Compassion makes you see the need of people. What's your vision? Do you have a vision for your Christian life? Because the truth of the matter is this. When we say prayer, you know, we've been praying now since yesterday into today. Wow, we've really been, we've been here since 8 p.m. yesterday, last night. Wow. Some of you seven, wow. And we've been praying from yesterday to today. Does it look like an hobby? Can you say prayer? They ask you, what's your hobby? Prayer. Can you, <laughs> can you say it? <laughs> because whoever says that does not yet understand the label. You know, when you are not Christian, what you I just like to talk in tongues. I just pray. Bring 30% come to sight and sounds. <laughs> she came, she said, what if our voice, what do you want to fit? <laughs> I was like, 
GGC, you're welcome. It is work. Prayer is work. You see, that's why you are feeling like you just walked in warehouse. Maybe you are feeling that way. There's a <laughs> those of you that work warehouse. <laughs> How many of you are feeling like this one is even tougher than work? How many of you are feeling that way? <laughs> it's work. Your whole being must be involved in prayer. Whenever we see sin abound, that's the harvest. I'll say it again. Where you see sin, that place where you went to, you say, ah, we have work to do. That's the harvest. That's the harvest. You enter into the mall, your heart is just caught, and you're like, wow, I need to, we need to preach you, we need to pray. That's the harvest. Whenever we see a terrible situation about coronavirus is, up, is around, that's the harvest. When we see a terrible situation about, oh, LGBTQ community, oh, this and that and that, oh, yeah, oh, this, oh, that, that's the harvest. People committed murder because of stimulus shake, that's the harvest. Oh, you don't know? A man killed... <laughs> His whole family, so that he can inherit their money because of stimulus check. That's the harvest. <laughs> that shows we have work to do. When they told me the story at work, I was like, "Ha! Ah, this I did. How will he now spend the money? Because police caught him instantly, and he just came back from prison. He was back." <laughs> <laughs> back, back to zero. In and out, just like consume me from the inside out. <laughs> but that's the August. Because when I heard that story, ah, my heart was caught. In the inside. That's the harvest. So the harvest is there. The harvest is when we there is the need, and when you see the need, when you see people in need of the gospel, that is the harvest. And you hear what I'm saying? When we say the harvest is here, when we say the harvest, the harvest, the harvest, when you see men in need of the gospel, that is what. That is what you see sinners walking all around. You see people all around. That is the harvest. The harvest is plenteous. When there is idolatry, when there is ungodliness, when there is sickness and disease, when there is unbelief, when there is iniquity, when there is ignorance of, of God's word, that is where the harvest is. And our eyes can see the harvest. Where there is atheism, there is Buddhism, there is Sikhism and animism. That is where the harvest is. Can your eyes see the harvest? Open your mouth and pray. If your eyes have been close to the harvest, now 
let my eyes see it. Open your mouth and pray. That your eyes is open to see the harvest. Ah, open your heart, open your mouth and pray. When we say you see as God sees, you are seeing the harvest that God is seeing. Your eyes is not close to the harvest. You see those in need of the gospel, you reach them. That is where the harvest is. Lift your voice and pray. Pray, 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 pray. Ah, holy one. Your eyes is not close to the harvest. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Your eyes is not close to the harvest. Hallelujah. So where there is idolatry, where there is ungodliness, you drive by a strip club, you drive by a gay club, you drive by a pop, a pop, you drive by all those places. That is the harvest. The harvest is there. You drive by a Buddhist temple, you drive by the mosque. That's the harvest. Are you seeing it now? Where you see people, sickness, diseases all around, that's the harvest. The harvest is God's kingdom. The harvest of God's kingdom, sorry, are people. The harvest of God's kingdom are what? Are people. And the laborer are what? The laborer and people. The more the need, the more we see the power of God. Shabada The more the need, the more we see the power of God. The more the need, the more the power. We see sickness, the more we demonstrate power. We see people in pain, the more we demonstrate power. We see people in ignorance. We see people in 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 ungodliness. The more the power of the gospel are abounding more and more. It can't be God's plan for all yours to be teaching and praying and reaching men. It can't be God's plan. It can't be God's plan for all yours to be teaching praying and doing. It can't be. We are the rest. We are the other men. Look at verse 37 to 38 of that same Matthew 9. It says, Then he saith unto the disciples, The harvest is truly precious. But that says, But the laborers are few. Who are the harvest now? You know the harvest, those people. Who are now the laborers? Those to which them are few. We need more hands on deck. And as says, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers to his, into his harvest. Do you now understand the prayer? Does it make sense very well now? Because the harvest does not need passive people. That's why I taught you fervency. You can't be passive. 
liberate the Greeks from the word legatus. Someone who toys, who labors, as though you are working in a warehouse, that's the way I, I will put it. Who labors, who toys, egatis. Toiling while teaching. You are toiling. You are laboring in teaching. Can first Timothy 5.15? First Timothy 5.15. says for some have already turned aside after Satan you can't you, you can't let your heart be turned away the harvest does not need passive people it's just, yeah. uh, uh, just sometimes you can reach out to people. Uh, I just like to drink some coffee and have some breakfast and just, uh, and just have some lunch, lunch, and just enjoy my time. There's some people who cannot joke with their lunch, uh, my lunch, my lunch. The harvest does not need people who wants to enjoy Christianity. I just want to sit there in my own comfort zone. Let me just be serving my God. Jesus is not that hard. You know, I did not, I'm not the one that killed Jesus. You killed him! You killed him! You're the one. You're the one that killed him. It was your sin. But because of that, your sin, he died. So say, I'm not killed Jesus. You killed him! The average does not need people that want to enjoy their Christianity. I just want to. I don't want trouble. Me, I don't want trouble. You will look for the trouble and you will go for it. We are troublemakers. We try the trouble. We enjoy trouble. We eat trouble for lunch. That is who we are. I'm just not looking for any people. The others need people. And it is for people. The work of ministry is a commitment to people. And that is equal to God. Your commitment to people is directly proportional to your commitment to God. So we say, uh, me, I'm only committed to God alone. No. Are you committed to the people? You have souls to reach out to. You have people to, to follow up on. You have people to talk to. You have people to preach to. You say you are committed to God. You are not. 
the laborer is not a passive person. You know, we can say, some are doing ministry. We can say, hey, bro, Collins, in your day, they are doing ministry, plus the others. Your name is always with the others. Your name has not been the one that they call. Ah, it will not be my portion. They say, oh, they will mention name. They say, oh, Pelumi is doing ministry with the others. <laughs> you know the middle of that number? At ETC. Or a jewelry anointing. <laughs> we are just working together, doing it. No, the ministry does not need people like that. The ministry needs real men. The laborer is the man that toys, not somebody who wants to. He toys, he's laboring. It's not that easy. You just you're toiling. You could have been making money now, but you are toiling. Egantis. It means somebody who toys through speaking and teaching. Egantis means somebody who toys through speaking and teaching. That's why 1 Timothy 5 verse 17, look at it. 1 Timothy 5 17. 1 Timothy 5 17. It says, Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Especially, especially those who labor in word and doctrine. It says, labor, 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 labor. In word and doctrine. So, be weary when you are doing something. Like, it's, you can't be weary when you are doing the work of ministry. Because it means something you do with effort, intense effort. Because you see, people don't mind putting effort where their mouth is. You know, if they told you now, and they said, sight and sound, for every one hour you pray, one million dollars. Jimu is saying, why are we using few days? Why can't we stay the whole week? Is there ah, is it not prayer? Is it not just to be talking in Tosha Baba? Ah ah that I cannot do. <laughs> your your intensity of tones will be directly proportional to your one million dollars. <laughs> They tell you, they say, this section, just don't sleep. Just focus. And you will get one million dollars. Is it not labor and teaching? She wish just to take notes. Ah. 
Bring it on. Bring it on. People don't mind putting their foot where their money is. Or where their mouth is. People will spend 14 hours at work doing extra time, doing extra time, doing overtime because they know there is something to gain from it. A man can resume work. No. I've seen a man who stayed at work all day. Me and I came. He did not leave. The next morning when I got, I still met him with the same clothes. Ah, ah. Sir, you know, go. Ah, America is America. We have to make money. <laughs> then you ask that person, come to church. Why are you having sight and sound? Is they are brainwashing you. But when it comes to the work of the Father, they are calling it an hobby. Well, preaching is my hobby. I just like to preach. Eh? If you are liking to preach, you have not started preaching. Me, as I'm preaching now, I don't like it. I'm not joking. As I'm teaching you now, I don't wish to. But I have to. It's labor. Putting efforts. You hear what I'm saying? Labor. You're putting your efforts there. Ephesians 4. John 4 verse 18. It says, Having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. <laughs> so when it comes to the work of the father such that when the when effort is now demanded people now say is it not too much no it's not too much brethren it's not too much to preach it's not too much to enter the code and go out and to evangelize you know we now we did not nobody can tell us again and say Winter season, we can't preach. I don't know if you know, nobody can tell us that again. Because in the winter, we were there. In the cold, we were there preaching. Wow, I love us. Clap for yourselves. Clap for yourselves. No, I'm serious. Clap. Because it's feeling like it's a trap. Clap, clap, clap. Clap for, your, uh, clap for yourself. In the winter, when people used to complain, Oh, it's cold. Now summer is coming. Watch those people that will complain that summer is here. They won't still preach you. They'll say, Yeah, we are waiting for summer. We are waiting for summer. We are waiting for summer so that we can reach out. Say lie. Summer now started. They'll say it's too hot. We can't. They will give one another excuse. All the rain is falling. But horse. 
in the rain, in the heat, in the cold. Ah, we are there. We are laborers. It is not too much. So when you say, is it too much? There's a method I'm going to teach you. By the ending of the, is there not a cause? Get ready. Last session. It is a waste of time to do efficiently what you ought not to have done at all. Some people will born give all their devotion to the wrong cause, thinking they will be rewarded. It's a waste of time. None of you know you're not wasting your time now. You're preaching, you're doing the Father's work. Why are we retreating? We are retreating to refire back. To go and get them. That our eyes are seeing the abyss clearly. Labor requires, requires efforts. You are putting your efforts, you are toiling. First Corinthians 3 9. First Corinthians 3 9. It says, It says, For we are laborers together with God. We are God's husbandry. We are God's building. That means the one that works tirelessly. I have been standing since yesterday teaching you people, doing all of those things. You think it's easy? No. But it's labor. Walk. This is what I was born for. You must see it like that. The work of ministry is work. That's why I did the teaching. I thought some people I said, I thought so. I said, my work and the work should get that message. See, you are here today. All of you seated here. You are here today because of the labor of some. So now, see it this way. Some are not here today because you have not put labor. You have not labored. Some of you, you know you are here today because somebody labored. So now, look around at the empty chairs. Look around, look around, look around. Look around at the empty chairs. Look at it. Look at it. It could have been filled up if you labored. So are you saying you are not laboring? <laughs> so I say, ha, well, I'm trying. I'm trying more. You want other seed. You want other thoughts. You want others filled with the Holy Ghost. You want them on fire for God. It will require labor. Say labor. Labor. Galatians 4 verse 19. My little children. Look at this there. My little children. Who might travel in bed. Ayah. Till Christ be formed in you. My little children. Who might travel in bed again. 
until Christ be formed in you. So there is labor, there is pain, there is struggle, there is effort you require in the work. There is no labor. It's not easy. It's not. It's like the bed, bed pants of a mother. You will push. It's like you're in the delivery room. Push. Ah. You're like, ah. Yeah. You're in pains. But you are still there. A laborer is one who labors in prayer. Colossians 4, verse 11 to 12. Epaphras, a fellow servant, always laboring. Always, always what? Laboring. Fathedly for you in prayers that you will stand perfect and complete in the will of God. So a laborer is one who wants labors in prayer. Ministry is labor. So when you pray, you are tired. When you pray, you are tired. When you pray, you grow weak. That is labor. That's the work. So you see that tiredness you are feeling? Ah, my leg is paining me. Ah, my body. Oh, I cannot feel. I, I can't. I can't breathe. Ah, eh. Oh, that's labor. That means you are involved in the work. Labor is involved in your preaching and teaching. There is effort to it. Second Timothy 2, 15. There's effort to your preaching and your teaching. Second Timothy 2, 15. Second Timothy 2, 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show yourself approved unto God. That was study days, the word spudazo. You put efforts. If you read in 2 Timothy 2, verse 2 to 4. And these things which thou hast heard of me, among faithful, among many witnesses, the same commit to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Look at verse 3. But it says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. No man that warrants entangled himself with the affairs of his life, that he may please the one who has chosen him to be a soldier. Labor. So you will endure hardness. There is labor and hardness in the work. I will not lie to you. It is not easy. As much as you wanted to give up on circumstances, when you were coming in and say, Hey Lord, how would I cope in this circle? I wanted to do it too. Lord, how will we pray? I also thought like that. 
is not easy. But you will keep going. Because if it is easy, then it is not labor. You just sit down in your boardroom, do life, just plug your instruments and hello everybody, welcome to church. Um, I bring you God's word today from your bedroom. I bring you God's word today. Um, and my Bible text Shabbat from Ephesians 1 verse 7. Uh, no, that's not labor. If it is easy, then it's not labor. You are not a laborer. If you are not laboring, a laborer will keep himself busy among the people. You keep yourself busy. You keep yourself working. The truth of the matter is this: men who are accorded respect in the scriptures. Do you know why they are accorded respect in the scriptures? Do you know why? Because they labored. Why are we celebrating people like Paul today? Ah, Papa labored. Spiritual growth will bring responsibility. It will. Look at that same Matthew. Matthew's Matthew. Oh, nine. I want to read it for you in the Amplified Version. Matthew 9 in the Amplified Version it says that Matthew 9 verse 37 and he said unto his disciples the harvest is truly is indeed plentiful but the workers are few so pray the Lord to send out. So version calling force out workers into his harvest. So we are workers. Please don't complain. Don't complain. Labor. When you are not seeing the result as you ought to, ah, just do that. Ah, Lord, more labor, more prayer, more fasting, more teaching, more outreaches. Labor among people. Many times we select our sinners. We like the good sinners. We don't like the tattooed dead ones. We select our sinners. So it's still too to hear me. You see the tattooed dead ones and no, this one is doomed. <laughs> you see those ones, did they use bling bling? To, to tattoo and to, to pierce all their body. Yeah, nah, okay. me, I will not walk up to this one. No, even the devil will be. <laughs> Don't select your sinners. They are also part of the harvest. The truth of the matter is this. If it comes easy, then it is not labor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Benson, that was said. There are no hard grounds. They are only weak men. Ah, I like when I saw when I heard that statement, it challenged me. We can't say North America is hard. 
we are just the weak ones. Uh, but I have chosen not to be weak. We can't say that the gospel is difficult in America to preach or it's difficult to get men saved. How many of you in your churches, you have seen that? It's not too really difficult. The more we pray, it's as though prayer bounces the result back. How many of you notice that? So there are no hard grounds. They are just weak men. Labor is among the people. Labor is among the people and it is real work. It's not online. Online is easy. Dr. Damena said this discipleship is real time and full time. It is not digital. Real work. Jesus labored. Paul labored. The answer is work. When you see a ministry growing, increasing in their number, they are working, they are laboring. You to labor. <laughs> Baba was saying something. I was listening to him two days ago. I was saying something. He said, You see, you see a ministry increasing in number. He said, Why are they increasing? He said, Envy. Ilara means envy. Envy will kill you. <laughs> envy will kill you. You to go and labor. How many millions of souls are in this state? We are saying, Oh, one church is big. One, ah. Did they stop the sinners in the city? No. Labor. There is nothing strategic than going to where the sinners are. If this conference did not butcher your body, then you did not labor. Because that's labor. You will feel sleepy, you will feel tired, you will feel weak, you will feel like, ah, Lord, oh, I can't wait to go. Yes. Me too, I can't wait to. <laughs> there is nothing strategic that I'm going to wear the sinners are. Because the labor is with people. Prayer is effort. Follow up is efforts. People don't mind getting hired at work. But when it comes to the ministry, they feel like, whoa, this doesn't matter. The truth of the matter is this ask your neighbor this. I say, if all men are like you, will you be born again? And I want an honest answer. Stand up and go and meet people. Go and have this conversation with people. If all men are like you, will you be born again? I'm giving you one minute to do that. If all men are like you, will you be born again or will you be serious? Will you be a serious Christian? If all men are like you, will you be a serious Christian? If all men are like you, will you be born again or will you be a serious Christian?
almost physical weariness at it. Just labor, stay there, keep at it. The truth of the matter is this. The right effect me I can give to you when I preach or when you listen to me is that you do the work of ministry. If not, your time is almost up. If you think you will listen to me to, to catch the spirit of money, you have missed it. It's not even possible. <laughs> Once you listen to me, the next thing is ministry. That's the right effect I can give you. Ha, ah, labor, labor. I'm sure some of you, the reason why you can't click on some message is that ah, this one will not allow me to sleep tonight. This one will not allow me to enjoy my day. And they are talk, messages like that are, are coming like that in the book, in their book. So of you, I see that the number in pharmacy of prayer has not increased because some of you are afraid to enter that one. They are coming, I'm coming. Power of prayer just pushed up a bit because you saw that our sight and sound is coming. We are coming. <laughs> Stability in prayer, after a while, it was hanging before, even not for this week. <laughs> <laughs> that we said, okay, well, let's listen. That's how the thing will act. Call me. That's the right effect I can give you. Because if I don't do that, then I've taught you nothing. The right effect I can give you when you listen to me, when you hear me preach is that you catch the fire for ministry. If not, you are a Samson or you are a Delilah to my Samson, you will soon go. <laughs> Just keep laboring. If they go astray tomorrow, <laughs> they will come to the train today. <laughs> if they go astray today, they will come to the train tomorrow. The truth of the matter is this. Laborers is what is needed in the work. Do you put effort in the world? How long do you stay on the world? How long? When we say teaching meetings, they're like, oh, how long do you stay? How long do you stay in prayer? People say, in ministry, it's not half. People say, it is not how far, it is our way. The truth of the matter is this. In ministry, it is how far. Because we are in this for a long haul. We are not taking a break. No. We die preaching. We die doing the same thing. We just keep getting better. In Libora, we have a lot of sleepless nights. You will notice you will leave this conference, you will get back to your room, you can't sleep more than two hours again. Two hours, you know, you still think you are still inside that sound. 
Liboni requires a lot of bat pang, a lot of bed pangs, pains and efforts are involved. And I'm going to beg you, and I really want to beg you. And I want you to remember this for the rest of your life. Don't get carried away with money. Money is enticing. Money is sweet. Money can make you leave the work of ministry. Oh, you want to get a job. You want to sort things out. You will not say, I will come back. I will just take one week to quickly work and work. Next week, I will go for outreach. It doesn't work like that. I'm telling you, hear the, if you don't hear anything well in this conference, hear this one. Don't go say, ah, one week you not go for outreach. Say, lie, you are rusting. You are rusting already. You did not pray. It's let me quickly walk, make this money, and quickly meet this need. Yes, quickly, quickly, quickly. The next week we come, you won't do it again. That is why some people, they will tell you, you meet them. I hate those kind of people. You meet them, they say, when we were in secondary school, we used to do what you are doing. Why did you not do it? Why did you not continue? They now give you advice and say, calm down. You are mad. Calm who? Calm what? They say, calm down. When were you when were your, when were your days? When were your age? We used to pray. We used to study. We, why are you not doing it? Don't listen to advice from people like that. If you cannot see their consistency of why they cannot stay in ministry, don't hear it. Then they don't have any advice to give you. Those that should give you advice should be people who have stayed long. When we met Reverend Macakins, he said he has been in ministry for 50 years. No, 60 years. He has been preaching since 17. Jesus. And he's still doing the same thing. Following the same man, Kennedy again. Jesus. My God. Don't get carried away. Are you hearing me? A laborer. You know, it's just like a building project. All of you, I'm not, don't take your eyes off the way they build in Africa, in, Niger- in America now. Look at Nigeria. <laughs> look at Nigeria. Or look at Africa when they want to build the Eon. <laughs> the cement. The mixing. You see those people, they will carry, even old women, pompon, they will carry what they call pompon in English. Eh? One. They carry pan. And for what? For one five or hundred naira. Seven hundred. It's like Belima has done it before. <laughs> because the way she knows the accuracy of the money. Seven hundred naira. They will carry it on their head. They will walk all day. All day. From morning to evening. And they will be happy. They labored. I, be, I believe they should be the one they should be paying the most. But that is not how life is. So don't always think people will come and tell you thank you with your labor. Mm, no. Don't think like that. You will labor. You will sweat over that soul. The person will still tell you, the person will still leave you and say, 
What if he, if he did not teach me the ministry? Somebody else will have, God will have used somebody else. Ah! <laughs> no people are wicked. Why did God not use somebody else? Stay there. Keep at it. Keep laboring. Don't treat the ministry work as a joke. No, don't do it. No, don't do it. Prayer will require your efforts. Follow-up will require your efforts. Preaching the gospel will require your efforts. Because you will keep toiling. You will stand for hours you will preach. To require your efforts. You keep toiling. You hear what I'm saying? You preach. You will preach. And you will preach. So I want to ask you a question. Are you a laborer? If all men are like you, would you set people on fire? Who would have set you on fire? That's the truth. If all men decided to be lazy like you, who would have set you on fire? Who would have steered you up for ministry? Who would have made sure you are seated here today? If all men are like you, are you a laborer? Or are you an intending laborer? Or have you been a laborer before that you follow the pursuit of this world? It's time to pray. Now, go ahead and pray. Pray for your life and your ministry. See this work as a long haul. Brokenness, please pray for me. Are you a laborer? Do you see the work of ministry as a long haul? Or are you seeing it for a time where you will still give up? Are you just seeing it as saying, if it's just five years' time, I'll do it, I'll do something else. Or 10 years time, I'll do something else. If you got mistakenly slip off and I catch you, are you a laborer? Do you worry? Are you? Listen to me, everyone. Are you seeing this work of ministry as a lifetime thing? How many of you are not saying it that way? Are you seeing it as something you will give for all the rest of your life? Something you will live for? Something you would die for? Open your mouth and pray. Pray for yourself. Are you a laborer? Are you a laborer or a joker? A laborer or a joker? And you see the work of ministry as a long haul. Or you are seeing it as something you would trade with money. Are you a laborer? Are you a laborer? 
a joker. Pray for yourself. Ten years from now, twenty years from now, thirty years from now, forty years from now, fifty years from now, will I find you still doing the same thing? Will you allow the pursuit of marriage, pursuit of your academics, pursuit of raising children, pursuit of money, take your heart away from the labor? Ah, pray for yourself. If all men are like you, how would you have been saved? How would you be on fire for God? How would you be seated here today? They sit down as said. There are no hard grounds. They are only weak men. Are you a weak man? Are you a weak man? Do you know what it is to do the work of ministry? Take your precious efforts, your precious leisure time. If you take some of your sleep, some of your nights, you will be consecrated away from your life, from your family. You won't be able to do what others are doing again because you are a laborer. You just want to see the harvest. It will change your life, it will change your very being. Change everything, every fiber of your being with your voices and prayers. Are you a laborer? Have you decided in your heart that you will give up? Have you decided that you will give up on outreaches because you are not seeing the results? Hey. Are you a laborer? Are you a weak man, a laborer, or a 